We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. Danny and Dusty. My Uncle Gus is the uncle that likes to work the grill. As soon as he walk in the house, he's like, get away from that grill. You don't know how to start no fire. With the latest on the Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and the hottest topics in sports. We're going to eat a hamburger, okay? Here we go. Chatter, throw the mat. Now that's a fire! Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. I'm not cooking a Brontosaurus burger. The Fan. All right, hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you. Whether you're listening on 1080 AM, The Fan, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app, 1080thefan.com, or watching on youtube.com slash 1080 AM the fan. Watch, like, subscribe. Indeed. Do all of those things in how you can take in the fan. Thank you for being a part of our day and letting us be a part of yours. Uh, hour number two, we start with a report from uh, Tom Coran of, of uh, NBC Sports Boston. Bo- from Boston. Boston. And he was... Uh, Quite the bombshell he dropped about the future of one of, if not the greatest coaches in NFL history, Bill Belichick, and the New England Patriots. When they came out of Germany, conversations I had that week made it very clear that a decision was made and they were going to play out the string, and at the end of the year there would be a parting of the ways for a variety of reasons. I think, and I wasn't told this specifically, but the main one being don't fire Bill Belichick during the season. It's just not going to happen. Additionally, though, he's an asset. He's under contract for another year, which we reported after ESPN or NFL media reported there was a long-term extension in place that would keep Bill locked up long-term. It's only through next year. So that would not be an impediment to them changing course. And it had gone too far. The Germany game, the Commanders game, the Saints game. All huge marquee games. And then there was a Chargers game after that. Just because they won last week in Pittsburgh in prime time, I don't think it quells anything. Ooh, well, my, oh, my, oh, my. Bill Belichick could be forced out by Robert Kraft and the New England Patriots. How many games away is he from breaking the record? Oh, the uh, Don Shula all-time wins record. Uh, I don't know. I think he's within 10. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um 
yeah, I think I think it is. I think he's within ten. Um, but no, he's he's. I think he's still at eighteen. Oh wow, is what it says here. Okay. Yeah, he has three twenty eight. Bill Belichick has three hundred and one wins. So he's he's still got he's still got to, he's about ten away from George Hallis even. It's kind of insane thinking about the run that they had mm-hmm. and the additional games played in the yep. regular season over those other coaches. And he still hasn't caught them. No. And it's like those guys just ran rough shot, though. I mean, and for how long they coached, uh, you know, Don Shula coached from 1963 to 1995. This list has Belichick at 332. He is 330. Well, that's playoff wins. Is that playoff too? He has 31. Oh, playoff you're right. I'm wins. sorry. He has 31 playoff wins, which is the most all time. Mm-hmm. But you, you think of it, 1963 to 1995 is how long Don Shula coached. You know, like he was a head coach for 32 seasons in the NFL. Belichick. Well, and I wonder how many of those seasons were 16 game seasons. Yeah. Bel- that, that's what I was saying. Like yeah. the, the longer seasons. Belichick has gone 23 in New England, and then he had four seasons prior in the Browns. In the Browns. So he's at 27 years. So if you look at like total games coached, he's still way behind. They're. Yeah, he is. Well, it's not as well, far no, behind because, because of the of games the years, added. Because yeah. um, Shula's record was 328 and 156. 328, 156, and 6. Belichick is 301, 160, and 0. So it, it's about he's about a season behind. But Belichick has got, I mean, we're crazy if we're not thinking that Bill Belichick wants that record. And he, obviously he would want to do it in New England. Yeah. But the way that this as year has gone. The way that this year's gone has just been an abject failure on all fronts. Yes, their offensive line has been horrible. Their quarterback play has been horrible. Their wide receivers have been horrible. Like their offense is bottom feeder in almost every single sense. Nowhere he goes is he getting GM privileges again. If he does leave and goes to coach again, no, no. But they've had coaching turnover. I think what this year, what's coming to a head this year. Think about how early that was. That was a month and a half ago when they went to Germany. Mm-hmm. You're thinking of everything that has kind of gone wrong. It stems back to last year when he brought in Matt Patricia and Joe mm-hmm. Judge to run his offense. And it went directly into the side of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And that is where all of the the, the the cracks started forming, right? It, was, it wasn't just when Tom Brady left. I, I would say it's also on the personnel side. The guys that he's brought in or not brought in. The, the magic touch is no longer there without the, without the, Tom Brady. The grace of Tom Brady. Well, yeah. absolutely, the greatest quarterback in NFL history. Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy is is, is pretty good, yeah, pretty he, special. Which means, again, I I think if he if he if he is done in New England, then there's a I I, I would almost guarantee he doesn't get those privileges going forward. No, and nobody else nobody has. Will, them. Nobody else will get them again. But what he was able to do with those privileges, though. I mean, incredibly impressive. I mean, the, it was the, much like ridiculous. the Nick Saban rehabilitation program. The the Bill Belichick rehabilitation rehabilitation program in New England was real. Now there is a report that is kind of countering. And and by the way, Tom Coran is a guy in Boston who He's been there a while. He does a really good job of reporting on the team. He's not a guy that is of you know fly by the seat of your pants, no. hot take artist. He is well established, very well sourced. But there's always like this. There is a a force field around New England, right? Where a lot of stuff doesn't come out. It does not come Purposely. out of there 
unless, you know, they are wanting something to get out of there. You now have ESPN, you know, is saying that multiple sources in and around the building say Gerard Mayo taking over the Patriots next year is the most likely outcome, though others are no longer certain that's the way that Robert Kraft will go. I mean, Gerard Mayo was a linebacker, like hand-picked, hand-selected by Bill Belichick, Mm -hmm. was really dang good. Injuries kind of in he was Sapped him, yeah. he was still really good through through the injuries. Belichick brought him on his staff. They gave him a contract extension that they lined up Belichick and Mayo to end at the end of the twenty four season, mm-hmm. end of next year. And we had Gerard Mayo after he got a pay bump. He said no to head coaching interviews this past cycle because he's being groomed. He is being groomed. It would. That's what makes this report a little bit surprising, mm-hmm. is that you have Belichick, who is not far away from breaking Shula's record. You have him under contract for one more year. You ride this out for one more year with the understanding, like, hey, we're going to see this through, and then you go and you move on from him when his contract expires. You're not going to fire Bill Belichick in the middle of the year, though. No, you don't. You do not fire You're not Bill Belichick body in the middle of the year. Him in the middle of the year, he's not Brandon Staley. You don't. In you don't do that to one of the greatest coaches no. of all time. But regardless of of any rough relationship he may have with Robert Kraft. Now. But where I see that maybe you have to move on with him before his contract is up mm-hmm. is because you could have the number two pick overall. And if you're only going to have Bill Belichick for one more season, then you want to have you your don't, coach aligned with that. You don't want him to make that pick as mm-hmm. the general manager because if you have your head coach in waiting and it is Gerard Mayo, then you can sit there and you could say, all right, Bill, we're going to bring in a GM now. And if Bill Belichick doesn't want to have a GM come in for his final year, mm-hmm. maybe that's where you do have to break that off. And you say, hey, man, we're getting the quarterback of the future. We're we're going to take your hand selected, groomed coach of the future in Gerard Mayo. I mean, th- right? This is if you want to look at a, at a, a recent precedent for this, look no further than the NBA draft this summer. Michael Jordan was still the owner of the Charlotte Hornets. The, right. the incoming ownership wanted to draft Scoot Henderson. Michael Jordan wanted Brandon Miller, and because Michael Jordan still owned the majority shares up until three weeks after the draft, right. They took Brandon Miller. But at that point, you go, we're bringing in a GM, whether you mm-hmm. like it or not. Yeah. And it's not going to be you, and we're going we're gonna to have because our Because the decision affects the franchise going forward long after you. For a decade. It's a, I mean, you can say the same thing with Greg Popovich and, and Victor Remignami, like having to line those things up. Like that's Anytime you have somebody who's long-tenured somewhere but is short-timed, mm-hmm. they can't be. I mean, it can happen, but... That shouldn't be your your allowed vision kind of going forward because they're making decisions for you. And this is this kind of goes back like the reason why this is coming out now is pretty interesting because over the weekend you had the weird kind of exchange that Pat McAfee and Robert Kraft had as the Army Navy game mm-hmm. college game day was at Foxborough. And McAfee like walked it back, but on Monday but it was like a weird exchange. Like, I don't envy being in the position you're going to be with, with, you know, what's, what's coming up this off season. It was like, wait, what, what does that mean? Like, this is in, in those circles. Now you're starting to sit there and be like, okay, this is something that everybody kind of saw coming down the pipeline. And, um, Bill Belichick in all likelihood going to be out, but he wants that record. 
where is Bill Belichick going to go next? I keep saying San Diego, but Los Angeles. The Chargers? Chargers. I don't think he would want to mess with that. With the Spanos family? From one meddling family to another? Well, the Crafts aren't meddling. Crafts stay out of the way. They, they've let Bill Belichick run the organization. Okay. I mean, they have for 20 years now. <laughs> I mean, they, they I, are. I guess I, I should they're say not med- meddling. Meddling in the sense of not meddling in that, but meddling in other things. Distractions. Oh, well, yeah. Robert Kraft going Robert. to his massage parlor. Well, not just that. Like he's 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 you know he he likes to be out and about. Yeah, he is front facing. Yeah. He's a he's a front facing billionaire owner. Yeah, absolutely. But he he lets the football decisions no, for sure go to Bill Belichick. That's why they screw up all the time. You know, that's why they can't <laughs> draft a wide receiver. It's not Robert Kraft's fault. No. You know, and it like the the biggest thing that they the kind of only meddling that he did was when Brady went to Belichick and said or went to Kraft and was like, hey. Get Jimmy Garoppolo out of here, mm-hmm. and Robert Kraft loved Tom Brady so much. Was like, got to make that move. Get get and Garoppolo then, and out. Then Bill did it, you know, in a in a way that a GM shouldn't do it. How so? Taking less than he probably should have gotten for him. Oh, for Jimmy G. Yeah, yeah, just well, spiteful. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, do you think that was spiteful? I think so. Yeah. I think it was. G- Belichick has this. He he's always done this. If you do wrong by him, mm-hmm. he will screw you. Yeah, and he will send you to, to Jamie Collins to the uh, to the Cleveland Browns, mm-hmm. Chandler Jones to the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. But if you do right by him, he will send you to a place and like they won't get that full value. Jimmy Garoppolo, he loved Jimmy G, sure, so yeah. he's like, I want to go. I want you to go somewhere where you'll be successful. And it does it to to the franchise. You're not getting the most value back. But Belichick is not like this hardened a-hole like people all the think time. that he is all the time. It's only like 95% <laughs> of the time. That other 5% of the time, he will he'll he'll do right by by guys and say, "Hey, go go ahead. Have a have a good career somewhere." But you're right, he did not get he did not get what he probably should have for Jimmy G. Even the most he could have gotten from the Niners, I don't I don't <laughs> think he did. No. I have a feeling we're going to see Belichick still stay on the East Coast. I don't see him moving out west. Do you? Like that's I the thought thing maybe that he gets might be a, might, might go snowbird. <laughs> just be, just go somewhere warm for once. That's what made me think of LA. Yeah, not, not only just Staley, yeah. but like, what about Arizona? Mm. Because they're going to reset with a well, new quarterback. What about Chicago? I don't think. Well, they're not going to reset with another head coach. I don't think he'll want anything to do with the Spanos or the Bidwell family. Fair. And or they they just brought in, in they just brought in Jonathan Gannon. That's true. In, in, in they, Arizona, they do, they do have faith in him. Um, is Chicago would be interesting because they're going to have a new quarterback if they get rid of Eberflus and you Which know all, I don't everything indicates that's happening. If they can't get Jim Harbaugh, <laughs> Jim Harbaugh, what would that, be your look? That, that's such a good question. What would be your number one choice if you're Chicago? Is it Harbaugh or would it be, it would be Harbaugh? You think so? Would, mine would be Harbaugh. Even with the great Bill Belichick, just because it's of Jim Harbaugh, like where they they both are in their career arcs. Yeah. yeah, and and the fact that like we've seen Jim Harbaugh reset, and he's won everywhere that he has gone, and it has been incredible with Bill very, Belichick. Very good, and you can tie him to the number one overall pick for a decade and sure. feel comfortable with it. 
you're not going to feel comfortable tying Bill Belichick to anybody for a decade. You're probably right on right, the, right on the end of that. Yeah, like I mean, well, he'd be 80. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he'd be <laughs> right on the end of he, that. He, he ain't being. I don't think he's got. I think he's got like three or four more years to where. All right, are you a franchise where you want to say, hey, we may be good enough to kind of retool our roster to make a run in the next four to five years, and Belichick could be that guy. Right? Would that be? I don't know, you know, if it's, I mean, that's a really good question because I don't think he's going to, to Vegas. I don't think he would go to L.A. or Arizona because I don't think Arizona's really going to move on either. Like you look on in, in staying on the East Coast, what if he went home, right? We just saw. We just heard how much Annapolis, Maryland. What if the Baltimore Commanders? No, oh. <laughs> they're not moving off John Harbaugh. No, no. no what looking. if the Commanders go off of uh, Ron Rivera? What if Ooh. you know? And then you you have him in his own backyard where he grew up. What if you you have him for four to five years in Green Bay if they're done with Lafleur? Even though I don't think they they're going to be done with Lafleur, and I don't think Belichick really works there. Cleveland. What if they're done with Stefanski and he goes back to Cleveland where he started his head coaching? Doesn't he hate that franchise? Yeah, he does. He does. He does. He does. What about the Colts? Well, they just got Shane Steichen oh, last year. Steichen, yes, year. Yeah, yeah. I don't, but that's that's the interesting question. Like, is, I'm looking at the, the, that division, the AFC East, NFC East, and we never know what's going to open up and where where it's going to open up at. But somebody lays a just a big old golden turd yeah. in the playoffs, and, and the way things have been going the last few years, what about Carolina? God, <laughs> he would murder. I would say he, te- he's, yeah, he would he'd, he'd murder, murder Tepper. David Tepper. <laughs> You, it would be Belichick coming out of the, the locker room screaming, <laughs> and uh, Tepper. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, where would he go? That That is the bajillion-dollar mm. question. Maybe the Giants fire Brian Dayball, Dayball and go he goes back to, to Buffalo, Bills, and yeah. Belichick can go Ooh, and take the Buffalo. I don't Mc, want to talk about that. McDermott out. I don't want to talk about that. Belichick with Josh Allen? I don't want to talk about that. Oh. I want to talk about it. Oh. Don't. Nope. Is this where Dusty sticks his fingers in his ears? <laughs> and going, la, 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 la. I'm not there. I hate you guys. Mm, because that one makes the most sense. Yeah, I know. Like, I wasn't just looking at the Buffalo Bills logo for the last five minutes trying not to <laughs> convince myself that it's going to be Buffalo. Yeah. Ah. All right. Um, you already get landed one, the, the quarterback of now. Could the Oregon Ducks land the quarterback of the future? Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The Oregon Ducks landed Dylan Gabriel out of the transfer portal, the Oklahoma quarterback. Seems like a pretty good get. I would, I would say grabbing one of the top quarterbacks out of the portal is a very good get. And I'm look, I'm not a I'm not a huge hired gun. You're not a mercenary quarterback. Guy. Yeah. I, I like the develop your guys or have him for more than a year if you if you can grab him and hold on to him. I love Bo Nix. Like Bo Nix was the the one year rental, but it was coordinator was new, head coach was new. You were trying to institute a culture and a system, and you brought in a guy who knew that system. And I understood that. It, it, it is that slippery slope, though, when you go hired gun to hired gun, and it's a one year rental every single year, and it's like, oh boy, like I, I'm not a huge fan of that. Dylan Gabriel, though, as I've like read up on him, it, like you need to find a quarterback uh, for your future. You've got to do it. But what Dylan Gabriel did is, is like you're kind of reading how he he kind of ingrained himself in, in Oklahoma and the understanding that he had with the staff after heading into this past season. Uh, it's like, okay, I, 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 I like it. Because one, he's super talented. Two... I mean, when healthy, the guy's a Heisman candidate. Yeah, yeah. And he's a guy that... Think about the people that he's played for. He played for Josh Heupel, Gus Malzahn, Jeff Lebby. Those three guys offensively, it doesn't get much smarter than the three coaches that he's played for. But by all accounts, and like the, the reporting out of Oklahoma was, they were, they were like, yeah, he's entering the portal after this year because he went into the 2023 season with the understanding of his coaching staff that I will be here to be your starting quarterback and I will groom my successor. I will make sure that I bring the young guy along. And Which I'm not, is insane. I'm not going to be the selfish guy that says, hey, I, hey I'm the guy, you just follow me, right? Like, and I'm, which, you can learn what you want to learn. but Which, he, to be totally fair, is 99% of quarterbacks. And it's totally understandable because yeah. if you're looking to get to the NFL... Money's on the line. Yeah, these are the things that are important to you as your personal successes. Well, he went in with the understanding that, no, I'm going to help the younger quarterbacks along so they can be in a better place when I leave. Like that's So they knew he was either going to enter the portal or go to the NFL after last mm-hmm. this, this season. He ended up entering the portal, and they kind of you know tipped their hat, wished him success, and boom, on you go. That's the kind of guy that you want to bring in for if you're the if, hired guy. If you're the one and done guy, like that's the guy you want to bring in. No doubt about it. Uh, I think you could probably put Sam Hartman in that same category last year. Yeah. Everybody kind of knew the deal. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's about the future. Yeah. Now it turns to, all right, Oregon, you better hit 
on the young quarterback that you have in there. Luke Moga, who's who's the four-star recruit that they mm-hmm. have, kind of lined up in, in waiting in the wings in this recruiting class. Will it be him? Well, now we're finding out the reports are that you have got Dante Moore from UCLA. Who, remember, was going to be a duck. He was committed to Oregon. Until UCLA said, we've got a bag. And we've got playing time mm. right away. He went. To, he's going to be on campus tomorrow mm-hmm. for his visit to Oregon. Kind of tells you, like, look, I, I am not trying to throw Luke Moga under any buses, but I think the Ducks are looking at this like, well, we can get a guy who we think is well, even more talented, and this is what you should do if you're that kind of program. You're into talent acquisition. Yes. And look, there is a, as a program, you take strides, right, mm-hmm. where you build from hey, we just want to get anybody in. It's like, hey, we got playing time for you. Mm -hmm. Come and play. Come and play. Well, then you get to a point where you have recruited and you've stacked classes and you start going, you come here to compete. You don't come here just to play. You come here to compete for that job. And especially with, we'll be talking about this later in the show, with the ruling that came down against the NCAA, Mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot more shifting and moving of guys around uh, because of the NCAA's uh, slap in the face they got from a judge <laughs> on their transfer policy. But you could have, like, is Dante Moore a guy who, did he go to UCLA, get thrown to the Wolves and say, oh, boy, I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, that was tough because, remember, he did get benched. Was there a realization that, okay, I got some learning to do? The good news is that you have a guy in Dante Moore who could step in and he could be a guy that red shirts for you next year and if dylan gabriel is that guy if he's willing to do something like sit and wait his turn and bide his time for a year learn the system master the offense and then he'll have three years to play 25 26 and 27 because or, he didn't use a redshirt year or if he, NFL. if he pops in one year yeah, one year you, you pop and you go to the league he goes to the league because he's played is, this year redshirt next year Go that, to is, that would be a risk that Oregon's taking as opposed to Mogo, who would be on campus for at least three years. The, I, well, I'm su- potentially. I'm surprised that, the, that, that, Dante, that Dante Moore is willing to come yeah. in for that visit. Because Oregon could be in a situation where you went from not having that quarterback for next year to having two of the top five quarterbacks in the portal this year. Mm-hmm. And one of them has three years to play for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a that is very surprising to me, and now we're coming into closing time to where next week we got the early signing period. Mm-hmm. You, December twentieth is for is, is when it opens, right? I think so. Yeah, but Oregon with questions abound. You have one for next year. Mm-hmm. Now you really got to focus on that future. And if Dante Moore is he showed flashes, man. Yeah, I maybe mean, he's also a true freshman starting the Pac twelve, which. Look, man, starting a true freshman in, in, in any of the, uh, the Power Five conferences, when we saw it with Bo. Rolled them dice. It's it's tough. Yep. Uh, USC went through it with, what, three straight years? And all of them ended up being quarterbacks elsewhere. Yeah. Man. <laughs> That's actually interesting. Thinking about that. Hmm? True freshman starting quarterbacks. Dante Moore, transfer. Bo Nix, transfer. All three USC kids with uh, Dart, um, Daniels, and, or Daniel, and uh, the first one. Oh, God. What was his name? Totally blanking. Jackson Dart. No, I said Dart. Oh, Dart. Dart. Daniel, and... Slovis? Thank you, Keaton. Yeah, yeah. Keaton Slovis. All, all three Look of them were the true, true, true freshman starters. Bread. On top of those two guys being freshman starters. Yeah. And they... So it turns out, starting as a true freshman, 
probably not great. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the world that we're in, though. It's huh. talent acquisition now mm-hmm. um, when you're at these upper echelon programs. And it'd be it would be huge if they were able to land not just Gabriel, but Dante Moore as well. No, it would be massive for the program. I mean, you have two foundational blocks kind of going forward. You address the now and, the well, at least the potential for the future. Oof. Hmm. All right. Uh, something to keep an eye on. And we'll have more on recruiting as uh, we get closer and closer to that early signing period. Uh, we'll get some recruiting guys on to to talk about the prospects at Oregon, Oregon State, and Washington's doing it's, a it's damn good job for, of, for the Big Ten. Nor too, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, coming up next, we got uh, Ryan Horvat, our BetQL Network insider. Indeed, the host of BetMGM tonight. Mm. First is Russ with Sports Center. <laughs> This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. As we are efforting getting Ryan Horvath on the phone, our BetQL insider, uh, I'm particularly interested in what he thinks the markets are going to say, R.E. Draymond Green. Yeah, like I was just I was just thinking that same that, thing. That like, is the first question he's getting. The suspension, the suspension odds that are out there 21 to 30 21 to 30 games is the odds on favor right now there's 21 to 30 games plus 100 there's so many people that are just pessimistic like oh the nba is is trash and they'll never do this they're not gonna they're gonna double down and blah 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 you know that they've let him get away with this they can't go that way and it's different from jaw it's not guns all of those things but I don't see how Adam Silver can't do anything now. Isn't it? Doesn't it come down to like embarrassing the league? Yeah, that I, I, doesn't I mean like I, yeah. it's 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 risen above the pale. Yeah, like it was bad with Sabonis. They're like, well, it's the playoffs, so you can't really yeah, yeah. Uh, suspend him. It's like he curb stomped his sternum. Yeah, and do like, yeah, one game for Got that a game a game. Yeah, a, a playoff game is a massive suspension, though. But for also, the NBA. he curb stomped an opponent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a good look. Not a good look. And a Sabonis of all people. Yes. When do you think somebody fights back with him? Because that's something just, we haven't just, seen. There's just, I mean, you're not going to get a Jokic brother on the floor. Yeah. The, the one of the more eyes, either Marquis or Morris or, or, or Marcus. <laughs> the more eyes. I was like. Who is Morai? Yeah, the, yeah, the, the more one of the Morris the, the, Morris twins. The Morris yeah. twins. The Morai. Yeah, uh, that's the plural of, of Morris. But Morris I mean, is, he even is, he kicked Stephen Adams in the junk, and Stephen Adams didn't rip his head and off. Stephen Adams is pound for pound, not even pound for pound, the toughest dude in the NBA. Like the strongest guy in the, the, the nobody tries him. But Draymond did kind of try him. Get again. That was also what 2015, 2016? Was that that season? It was a while ago. It's been a it's been a hot minute. Boy, it was that long ago. Yeah, it's been a it's been a while. And that this is the thing too that I think the NBA is willing to hand that suspension down and be it a lengthy one, is the fact that he's not the player that he once was, and he is he is long in the tooth and not a significant. It, it will set if they send a message, and it's twenty one to thirty games, right? And it's in that window. It is significant enough to where it sends the message to everybody else across the league that, hey, don't do this. You you will see. We'll do it to Draymond Green. But it's also not 
completely derailing a franchise in their their entire season because the Warriors are not good right no, now. No, but it should derail them. Yeah, it should derail them. And I would uh, when we were talking about this earlier, I, I neglected to mention something else that I, I think that the league should do. And this this I genuinely believe this. This is not like some hot take. I think Steve Kerr should be suspended. Whoa. I think this just suspends Steve Kerr for at least two games for enabling this, for empowering this, for to get up. Look, I, I know the the director of PR uh, with the Warriors, Raymond Ritter. He's one of the best in the entire NBA. Fantastic dude. Talked to him before and after the whole S show with Gary Payton last year. Gary yeah. Payton the second. Great dude. Steve Kerr did not get to that podium without seeing that video last night. No, I don't think I don't think he have did. the balls. To admit your own player did something wrong when it's that egregious, I, I know the locker room, the the militant, the ride with your guys, ride with and your support gu- your players no matter what. There's sometimes yeah. you need to put them out in the rain. That that was last night. And how many times has Draymond Green done that to Steve Kerr? Yeah, to make him face that music the, over it, and because over and that, over. That's the that's the other side of this is that Draymond Green has left Steve Kerr hanging. Mm-hmm. Time and time and time again to defend him or plead ignorance to certain things. There needs to be a. There's no place for that. That's interesting. That's that's what. See, Steve but you Kerr can't. Need. You can't. You can't suspend him for for that though. Because can you? Because I mean, he's just going to say, well, "I didn't. I didn't see. I didn't see definitive replays." Right? Unless they could factually. I don't, I don't think prove you're. It. I don't think you're suspending him for that. I think you're suspending him for the totality of everything. Of consistent, but can you do that? Can can I, you do that? I think it, I think it would be a precedent that the coaches' union would fight yeah. tooth and nail. Yeah, which is their job. But that's brutal, dude. I mean, the enabling has to stop. It has to. Man. Well, he he's a he's a player that plays with passion, and you know he's yeah he rides up to the line and it's all the tropes that we always hear about Draymond Green. I'm just tired of it. How how about this one? Like this text on the Vancouver Ford text line. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them VancouverFord.com. Uh, Joe Dumars has got Draymond's back, though. Well, that's a, he's a Detroit guy. Yeah, and do you think that the NBA makes Joe Dumars maybe take a, a step to the side and Adam Silver takes this thing over? Yeah. Because Adam Silver always wants to be the good guy, right? Yes. He very rarely wants to step into the limelight and be the center of attention for suspensions. A lot of other things he'll gladly step to the the spotlight for. But suspensions are one thing he has really taken and kind of shied away from. Well if you if you look at the the leadership structure as it, as the NBA.com has it, it's silver and then it's Mark Tatum. And Mark Tatum is maybe softer than Adam Silver. Hmm. It's well, and then he goes to, and then it goes to Dumars. Well, do they, do they want to be firm? Do they want to be Roger Goodell? I, I don't think so. <laughs> so, like, I, I don't, I don't think it's, a, I, I don't think it's a thing there. Oh I just, boy, I, I look at the entirety of that, and I just, I don't see where you can find it. Yeah. But it's it's hmm. it's all getting to be too much. Uh, we are still efforting to get uh, Ryan Harbaugh a BetQL or a BetQL insider on. Uh, uh, 
well, apparently we, we do have him now. Let's go. All right. Well, Lynn, uh, let's go ahead and get to that. Let's get to Ryan Horvat. On the line is the host of the BetMGM Tonight Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ryan Horvat. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to BetMGM Tonight podcast for more, more of Ryan Horvat's analysis. Just search BetMGM where you find your podcast. Horvat, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, guys. I'm a little bit worried. Last night, our phone lines, uh, like anytime we would have a guest and we have them on through video, their voice would come through, and this has happened before, like a movie villain. And oh, it didn't yeah. really make a whole lot of sense. Like, didn't sound anything like them. You know, it was like Ghost in the Machine. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what the heck's going on with the phones lately around here, but I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, excited for some NBA action, I guess, tonight. And then the, the regular season's winding down. It's been a weird season in the NFL where I, I was a bigger fan of the college season this year, but I can't wait to get to the playoffs and figure out who the hell's any good. Well, before we get to the, the playoff side of this thing. Well, the, the movie villain thing has actually happened on our phone lines here, too. Yeah. It's an Odyssey thing. I think it's an Odyssey thing right an now. An Odyssey I think we, station. It, it's, it's, uh, it, we had the same thing where they sound like, they really do sound like they're in their evil lair, like all distorted... <laughs> holding somebody hostage and wanting the ransom money. Petting a black cat. So you're not alone, man. You're not alone. It's coast to coast that yeah. we have these issues. Uh, speaking yeah, of... Our producer's like, it'll pass, you know? And, <laughs> it, and it does pass, but I just, like, I wonder what the, like, the viewers and the listeners think. It's like, is this guy, like, pulling a gag on us? That's what I thought it was, but yeah, yeah it, it's it. crazy. It, the, the system has a cold. Um, well, speaking of things you want to get rid of, Draymond Green, um, the NBA wants oh. to get rid of him mm. right now. Where where do you fall in, in all of this? Because the books have have numbers out on the expected suspension. Is this a thing in your mind that needs to go egregiously over the top? You know, uh, maybe the rest of the season, forty games, twenty five games, ten games. Like where do, where do you fall on, on the gamut of punishment here? It's such a great question. You know, I feel like you know, like the like like the biggest number you could probably go would be like twenty five games. I don't know that you could do the rest of the season, but I don't know. At the same time, I think that you have to make an example because I feel like we're talking about the same thing every other week with Draymond. Like back in the day, like in the past, I've tried to like make the excuse for him, and I'm like, all right, I kind of get it. He's not the most talented guy. This is kind of like his role back in the day. Like we would glorify some of the guys, like the goons, like the Bill Lambeer. But, you know, like, it's it's not like the same league anymore, obviously. And some of this stuff is just out of control. Stomping on people's chests, the stuff with Sabonis last season. And, like, how many enemies can you have? In a league where it seems like everybody gets along now, everybody's like, hey, you know, let's just make our money, uh, you know, go out there and try to win championships, but we want to stay healthy. And then you got Draymond out there, and somebody's going to get seriously hurt. So I do think that you have to set an example. I think, like, the best odds will be, like, around, like, 20 games. You know, I do know that there are some odds for, like, the rest of the season. I just – I don't know about all that. But they they do have to set an example here because it's the same story, I feel like, you know, a couple times every season, and it gets a little bit out of control, a little bit more out of control every time, too, at these things. All right, to the NFL playoffs. We were talking about this yesterday. The back end of the NFL playoffs, especially in the NFC side, you're looking at – backup quarterbacks you're looking at sketchy quarterback play uh, on some of those ends as we're coming in the final stretch the final quarter of that season where you have the final four games which teams are, are you liking because you can get some good value on future odds for teams to make the playoffs or miss the playoffs right now are you eyeing any of those teams in this final month of the season 
Yeah, I know, like, you know, like a couple people are buying in on the Broncos. I'm not really there yet. I actually think this is a terrible matchup for Denver coming up this weekend. I actually like Detroit as five or four-point favorites wherever they're at right now because Jared Goff goes back home in the Dome. I think they'll be able to get the run game going, and then it'll be interesting to see what happens the rest of the way. They look like a mess, and Sean Payton has been playing pretty good football. Russ Wilson has been really good this season, actually, and has really taken care of the football. And they got the run game going, and the defense has actually kind of shown up since they let the Dolphins tank 70 on them uh, a couple weeks back. But the team I really like in the NFC is Dallas, and I talked about this on the show last night. Right now you're getting 4-1 to one odds. They're plus 400 uh, to win the NFC. And sure, like, you got to beat San Francisco, which is scary. They look like a complete team, especially when they add Chase Young, because the only issue they really had was their secondary. You could hit them with the explosive passes. But now with that pass rush, you know, quarterbacks don't really have time in the pocket. I love the offense. But Dallas, I mean, defensively they're solid, and they're a top-five offense right now. Dak's playing like an MVP. Philadelphia, they're just not the same team. And then I don't know who else to buy in on in the NFC. So I think, like, at worst we get an NFC championship game, whereas Dallas against San Francisco, those games have been close in the playoffs the last two years. You know, Kellen Moore's just made some crazy decisions at the end of those games. So at worst, you get the middle. You get the hedge opportunity where San Francisco will probably be like minus 175 on the money line. Dallas ends up winning that game. You're not getting a plus 400 price. And that's where they're at right now to represent the NFC. And I think they're a different team than they were when they got, you know, curb stomped by San Francisco earlier this season. Team I'm avoiding, Miami, you know, just because I thought that they were going to trend in the right direction on the defensive side of the ball when they got Jalen Ramsey back. But then they lose one of their best pass rushers for the season. And you saw it the other night. They just can't close games. And then in the AFC, guys, I really like Baltimore. You know, the Chiefs still are trying to figure out who their number one wide receiver is. Um, Maybe the Bills go on a little bit of a run. You're getting crazy prices with the Bills compared to where they were the last two seasons. You know, like 8-1, to 9-1 to prices with Buffalo. My problem with them is they don't really have a pass rush. Baltimore is like the perfect team. The first three quarters – they're number one in point differential. Problem is, in the fourth quarter, they're outside the top 20. They have to figure out how to close teams out, and I think that they could win it all. Uh, Lamar's playing like an MVP. Defense is good, and I like what they're doing on the offensive side of the ball with Todd Munkin calling plays. So San Francisco, Dallas, and the NFC are the teams I like. Baltimore and the AFC. I thought Green Bay maybe like a sneaky playoff team, but then they lose to Tommy DeVito and the Giants. So now I'm looking more <laughs> towards like Minnesota. You know, Minnesota won ugly the other day. But it was a 3 nothing game, and now they bench Josh Dobbs. But out of nowhere, last year they had one of the worst pass defenses in the league. Now they're top 10. So maybe that's a team to look at in the NFC. I don't think they could win at all, but maybe they could at least sneak into the playoffs. And you're getting pretty good prices there with Minnesota. All right, Horvat, we're up against it, so we got to let you go, man. We, we appreciate having you on. And, we'll fix the phones. Uh, we'll fix the phones. We'll fix the phones. The, the, the demon in the machine. Dang. <laughs> hey, have a good weekend, guys. Appreciate right, it. Later, Thanks, buddy. you too, Horvat. That was the host of BetMGM tonight, and Aussie sports betting insider Ryan Horvath. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. And now, time for the worst day on the web when we get back. And God bless dumb criminals and the internet because they just, they never, they never cease to, never cease to amaze. Undefeated. Danny, Danny Dusty, today the fan. It's time for today's worst day on the web. With Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. That sucks. I love dumb criminals. <laughs> they're, they're one of my favorites. 
How many smart ones are there out there? There are. Yeah, like like the, we've talked the, about this. The ones that don't get caught. Yeah, I mean, like, more than half of murders go unsolved in this country. And we have a, That's a wild stat. We have a better closing rate than basically all of the world. We haven't figured that out a little bit better. It's tough, man. Golly. There's a, this is going to get a total squirrel moment. Okay. Uh, I was watching TikTok, and there is a guy who uh, is a professional diver and just does dives in rivers for stuff. Yeah, and the magnet guy. Yeah, and he yeah. is he has found vehicles with bodies. Oh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And not like the oh they this person went missing, like they were murdered, put in a car and pushed in like a pond or a lake or what? a river. He's not crazy. Like that's how they're getting rid of folks still. Remember what I said? <laughs> put it in water. <laughs> Danny, you need to stop. <laughs> Just stop now. That's really what uh, a meat Before you incriminate yourself anymore, why don't we go to what these dumb criminals yes, have done? Yes, use the ocean, too. Stop using <laughs> landlocked water, you morons. Wow. Uh, Amit Patel, uh, a former Jacksonville Jaguars employee, has been accused of defrauding the oh, franchise of $22.2 million. Look, this guy, he's got that uh, commitment to it. He was... He felt like he was the guy in charge of all of the finances for the Jags. And apparently Including he the company credit was. card. Yeah. And so what this guy did was he like he was buying condos, ninety thousand dollar watches, like he was living the good life. And but most importantly, he was paying off gambling debts, which accounted yeah. for the vast majority over of like the a money. five year period. He was the guy that was like the financial an- analyst that would he would approve all of the charges, and mm-hmm. so what he was doing Which is, is number one: you should never have that person be the same person, the guy that manages the finances and approves them. And that's why you have those two things separated. <laughs> so what he would do is like he would take like team expenses, and he would just tack on a few, a few hundred thousand. Well, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was reading up on it. It'd be like not not quite a hundred thousand, but it'd be like ten thousand here, ten thousand there, and like in the NFL terms. That's nothing. Pocket change. But yeah. it, in like over months, like it adds up to each month being a couple hundred thousand dollars. Or he would just like disguise something as a miscellaneous expense or a hotel block of rooms that never actually existed. And he was finding ways to just get that money and pocketing it for himself. Mm-hmm. But the gambling debts was what he was trying to cover. Apparently, he was a horrific gambler. And Which he is was, funny. He's a financial analyst who's somebody who's good with numbers, but he has there's zero understanding of the relationships that are necessary, particularly as it pertains to fantasy sports. Yeah, he'd go to the daily fantasy sites and he would go for high volume, high stakes, big losses. Do you think he was like at one point going, you know what? I don't think I'm going to win enough to 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 pay this back, mm-hmm. and so nobody will notice. Like, at what point do you think that happens? It's one thing to do when this, he's in cuffs. Yeah. It's one thing to do this if you're like savant like. Yeah. And you're like I can bankroll this. He obviously was not. Which he's not. He's uh in fact, uh one of the one of the so the, the, these communities of like these big and this is why you get and I'm not going to name any of the sites here just because I'm not going to give them free advertising. But you have these sites that exist the bigger sites where these guys, these these sharks, mm-hmm. the whales of these DFS sites, they all know each other. And they will pummel people who are newcomers. Yeah. Because they 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 have the system beat. And it's not beating the companies. It's beating the new people that come in and they pummel them over and over and over again, which is why you have these other sites that are popping up that don't pitch you against people. They pitch you against 
algorithms. Got a buddy who does that in Vegas. And that's actually where the more, again, the math says there's more money to be made there now because these people that are at these DFS sites, they have their own algorithms. Uh, uh, Harlobos Vulgaris was the GM for the uh, Dallas Mavericks. He is now doing stuff like that because he was a poker player who did things based on algorithms, and that's how he got into sports. Anyways, roundabout way of saying, this guy was not that guy. In fact, one of the sharks from that said he was legendarily bad. Yeah, they, like the buy-ins for some of these things are like twenty four grand a pop. Yeah. That he like the the high stakes ones. And these are over like that. You're you're talking about like a weekend or yep. a day or mm-hmm. a game. Yeah. Daily fantasy yes. sites. Like he was going in and when buy-ins are that big and you rack up those losses, they come in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that community is small. Guy. And so they they saw this guy. His name was Parlay Picker, Uh-oh. was his username. Um. Yeah, he was a he was picking some parlays. All right, he gonna be picking up trash on the side of the road. Is twenty two million? Soon. He's good. He. I mean, that's oh, those are you're talking. And, and the fact that it's defraud or fraud under with uh, across state, state lines, lines, it's a it's a uh, federal crime. Yeah. Hey, this, this guy is it. this guy is cooked. Yeah, this is why they always say bet responsibly. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, it's federal prison. Mm-hmm. Yikes, dog. So that's our worst day on the web. Amit Patel, a uh, finance person with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Shout out to all you dumb criminals out there. Keep doing dumb things. You know what I wish we had back in the day? Computers. Why? Not to make our life easier, so I could find more stupid criminals. Stupid criminals are one of my favorite like genres of criminals. And they never go away. Oh, God, they're just great. Like When you hear the stories, you're just like... Oh, you're the dumbest smart. It's, it's especially when they think they're very smart. Like you thought you're gonna get rid of that. You're gonna get get get, get by with that? No, no. Okay. All right. Uh, speaking of getting away with things, the NCAA is not getting away with anything anymore. The government is coming, and they are kicking their butts up and down the coast uh, as it pertains to legal case after legal case. We'll get to the latest legal unraveling in the NCAA coming up next year on Danny and Dusty, 1080 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.